0: I want you to do me a favour. Yeah, sure. I want you to hit me as hard as you can. What? I want you to hit me as hard as you can. You just want me to hit you? Come on, do me this one favour. Why? Why? I don't know why. I don't know. Never been in a fight. You? No, but that's a good thing. No, it's not. How much can you know about yourself? You've never been in a fight. I don't want to die without any scars. So come on, hit me before I lose my nerve. This is crazy. So go crazy. Let it rip. I don't know about this. I don't either. Who gives a shit? No one's watching. What do you care? Well, wait, this is crazy. You want me to hit you? That's right. What? Like, in the face? Surprise me. <laughs> Ow! Ow! Dan, you're really bleeding, Dan. Like, you're really bleeding.
1: It's like being cuddled up in a duna filled with pain.
2: <laughs> oh, looks, you better sit down. No, you better... You stay
1: away. T- 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 look, don't look, touch uh, me. T- t- uh, 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 t- God, calling ambulances.
3: T- <laughs> and Dan. Dem- are smart enough
2: to know better. See, people don't understand our, our name. I think people don't understand the saying, like smart enough to know better, what it means. I think yeah. they, they, they mean that we're saying we're, we're smarter than you. Well, actually, what we're saying is we're not. That's kind yeah. of what the smart enough to know better means. Well, no, As we in, should it,
0: be smart enough to know better. better to make but you, we don't. Yes. We keep... Uh, punching each other in parking lots. and that's right. Setting up wireless internet on the roof during that's storms. Right. And 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 gas. Yeah,
2: that's. But the people, I people go, oh, no, we, you're not smarter than us. We know that's the whole point. When your mother says you should be smart enough to know better than to. That's than not to, a compliment. No, no, no. Don't take that as a no, compliment. No, no, that's, that's, oh, she'd be careful Shit. about that because it means you, all these kids just went. I've been insulted for years. Yeah, by your mum. <laughs> that's right. Uh, your mum. Talk, let's talk about your mum. Your mum's so smart. <laughs> Her IQ's in the 180 range. That's that's pretty clever. That that joke didn't work, did it? That was like a... <laughs> Your mum's so smart. When she sits around the house,
0: she can do advanced calculus. Your mother wears <laughs> ballet slippers and she knows how to use them. <laughs> also army boots, but she does so for quite clever reasons. Well,
2: she goes she does gardening with a she very sharp, a very sharp shovel, and she hit a foot. If it wasn't for those steel toes. Bam, lose a toe. That's a smart, a smart woman. Your mum's a smart woman. Your mum's so smart that she had children who were slightly above average intelligence because when the genes mixed, the father who was average intelligence had his lesser intelligence genes picked up slightly. That's how smart she was.
0: Oh, no, you
2: didn't. I went there. Oh, dear. Nerdy white boy, your mama's so smart jokes. <laughs> Hooray! I think that covers our intro. <laughs> oh, my God! That tape's on! Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Smart Enough to Know Better. I've put on my announcer voice to start the podcast. Nice. Thank you very nice. much. That's
0: good. That's, that's, that's that's quite- it sounds like you should be wearing a bow tie. Wow. Well, yes, bow ties are cool. Yeah, no. No? Nor is quoting Doctor Who. Quiet, you... Turns out.
2: I take back all the nice things I've said about your mother. (laughs) So,
0: have you developed any superpowers recently? No! No, No, I haven't. I wasn't allowed to. No. For those in the listening audience, which I'm assuming is everyone except for the people in this room... (laughs) No, actually, I'm in listening audience as well, so I have to listen to the stupid. Hi, future Dan. Hi, future Dan. You're just getting older and older, (laughs) just like the rest of us. We're younger than our future selves. (gasps) So, I got contacted by you saying, oh my God, there's this wonderful opportunity to earn some quick and easy cash. Well, And I went, great, quick and easy cash, (laughs) and you went you have to go to an army base and mm-hmm. be involved in experiments. That's right. And I went, do, you, do we have different ideas about what the word easy means? Look, <laughs> yeah. when
2: I got told about this, this, this was a, uh, a dengue fever vaccination experiment, like the last uh, clinical trials, human trials. Not
0: yeah. an experiment.
2: Well, I like I, look, just let me let, let me have my fun, please okay just let me let me use the words like terrible army experiments, and when I worked out that it was for dengue fever a vaccination, which is just cool, and the human trials, and then it was on an army base, and they give you money. And you get injected with stuff. It was like all my childhood dreams come true. Because what happens, ladies and gentlemen, of the listening audience, what happens when you go to an army base, army base at night, at night. And, people, and you have to sign a form saying you're going in and they get a pass, and yeah. an army man stamps that pass, and you go in and you drive for long periods of time. Mm. to a sec- the bush bit yeah. down the back? In, and it's like not in the front bit. That's right. It's all secluded, and, and, and no one can hear you screaming, and men can just run out and grab you. Not that they did, because we're not allowed to say about that. Non-disclosure, you know. Uh, and, uh, and not saying they did or did. That's, I'm just saying not saying either just yeah. uh, and then you, you seem to be talking a lot considering you're not saying anything no no no, no. I'm, just, I'm just I'm nodding a lot too okay. <laughs> and, and, we, and you go in and of course what happens anyone who's read a comic any time in the last 60 years yes. you get superpowers yes. so go Dan tell us what happened from then because right. well yes
0: okay so Greg has managed to convince me that I'm not gonna die <laughs> and, 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 Dan's a hypochondriac I look I heard that there were clinical trials, and all I could think of were those six guys who went into the trial, and they all died from the same thing over in the UK a couple of no, years they, ago. No, they
2: didn't actually die. They got
0: very sick. They didn't die. Oh, they didn't die. No, I didn't follow up on that. They story, got
2: very obviously. ill. Anyone? They could
0: die. No, and they no some think... of them died though. Oh, some people a... died. Did they? There was one where a bunch of people died.
2: You know, it's really good about talking vaguely about something that we don't really know about. Is it really interesting listening?
0: Look it up. <laughs> that people died. Hmm. People died. And That's guy. going to be in the next walk of
2: shame, you realise.
0: No, it's not, because I'm right about this. <laughs> and a dog died. <laughs> like they... <laughs> they just punched that dog.
2: The man, the man who was dying just wasn't going to go. He wanted, no. to be, he wanted that dog to be its shield maiden in Valhalla, because they were, of course, all Norse. And therefore he punched the dog before he died, and now that dog brings him Mead in Valhalla.
0: Well... It, that's how it works. No, that's no. That's religion. That's not how that's it works. That's religion! No, the, what happened was... I know comparative religion. They did religion. the trials on right. animals first. Right. And one of the animals they did it on... Well, some of the animals they did it on were dogs. And one of the dogs died, and they went, Oh, that's probably something else. Oh, they did not. They did. You were so making this up. No, they, it, the dog died, and they went... The well, difference just one between, dog. The More dogs would have died. If the difference
2: wouldn't... between dog animal trials and moving into human trials is, is is a big difference. Like if if something happened where something died, they probably can't just go, eh? What are you gonna
1: do?
0: They not supposed to, but they did, and then these other guys died. Well, at any rate. Or maybe so not. I kind of freaked out, and then you managed to convince me, yes. going, oh, no, I'm totally going to... You were so excited, going, uh, yes. totally going to do it. And I did. And well, you were like, oh, I'm going to get superpowers. And I'm like, he's not going to get superpowers. i get superpowers. See, you went superpowers, and my brain went, zombies
2: Ah, uh, that's the other one, yes. Rage monkeys or something. There you go. Yes, right. they,
0: those guys do not last long. I can be pretty angry, though. I do not want to be Gary Sines in the stand. Actually, I do want to be Gary Sines in the stand. I don't want to be anyone else in the stand. <laughs>
2: It's, it's, I just love the fact that my last moments as a rage zombie because they, they ran really fast and 28 days later and I, I, don't, I don't I'm a potato so I don't move it'd be really nice to know for the last two days of my life I'm like sprinting around That'd be really good. <laughs> like, I'm just like I'm going for it I'm, I'm living the dream
0: you don't, you don't see a lot of out of breath rage zombies no it's like ah, just standing ah, on a curb. Oh, yeah. ah, ah,
2: ah, 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 I mean it's just oh, yeah. stop get a taxi <laughs> rage taxi
0: just, rah, ping, rah. just just sharp shambling around the streets going
2: lungs <laughs> lungs i assume in that 28 days later all the fat zombies like me just had heart attacks they ran 100 meters and went Ugh! dead and it's like, it like the worst zombies in history But
0: they're already dead no no they
2: weren't in that movie they were just full of rage they were yep. just angry monkey bit people which is cool but stop no one else did that anymore thanks it was fun once yep. subverting the genre is fun mm. building a genre on the subversion of genre not so cool i want
0: to see wheeled zombies <laughs> or, you know, just a, this weird thing where this oh. asteroid comes from outer space and t- makes people die and come back, but they're instinctively like climbing to shopping trolleys or onto skateboards. It's much and easier. Just much
2: easier. Just gonna bite that kid in glee and he's in the wheelchair and then he can be a wheel zombie coming after you. Or wheels from home and away. Is it home and away? I can't remember. Wasn't there a guy called Wheels in Home and Away? E Street! Thank you. Yeah, on East Street, basically East Street. Yes, he bites him. Clumsy brings her brilliant powers to the fore. <laughs> so yes, yes, you want to people, but they're really bad because you know, I'm getting away from the zombies because you run up the hill and then as you're going down the other side of the hill, you're going, no,
1: they're catching up.
2: Like rah, trundle, 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 trundle. I made a terrible error. <gasps> That'd be a good movie. Basically, everyone has to move uphill, only uphill. Dan, I've stayed alive in the city for weeks. You know how I did it? I always move uphill. And we just like move. We have to move to Everest.
0: It's the only place you can continually go uphill forever. What happens when you reach the top? No! <laughs> how would you make a moat for zombies? Because you could just tie up a bunch of ropes and they just keep tripping over maybe it all depends on the zombies you need to You, need, you zombies can zombies I think
2: like, watching, I was watching Walking Dead oh, the I new TV yesterday. series and one of the zombies quite I really disturbed me Used had a rock and was smashing a window with a rock I mean it was, it was kind of weirdly thrashing uh-huh. out I went whoa 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 that's tool use maybe that's that's pretty advanced for a zombie like I wasn't too sure about that yeah. and, and then they shambled smart as a crow that's right smart as a crow and then it's built up I know in, in the latest Dawn of the Dead or Land of the Dead or whatever it was yeah Land of the Dead they they were using tools and I I was like, oh, because they evolved yeah. in that movie. But zombies using—I keep thinking—well, maybe they have memories of life, echoes of life, and therefore, if they were a person who hit lots of things with rocks,
1: <clears laughs> they, oh, rock, bruh! And
2: then one of them, I'm used, a rock laborer. By one Jane. of them used a door handle. She came up yeah. to a house. and, went, and went, oh, spoilers, spoilers! Uh, she tried to open the door. So uh, that's kind of weird. I yeah. suppose that's okay.
0: But there, I mean we do all this sort of stuff we don't actually have to think about it. No. We do so much stuff using just muscle memory.
2: Which means that so you'd like, have lots of teenage zombies males just masturbating.
0: Yeah. Uh, yep. Is that you said do you, it. Really? Yeah. You just, we went there. You find yourself doing that without realizing no, boys. Teen
2: boys. Teen we we're much more we're much more okay. advanced than the brain meets. <clears throat> no. What, problem, are what are you doing? <laughs>
0: ah! I didn't know. Everything.
2: Oh god. That's why I have to keep my hands in my visual fields, because otherwise I don't know what the hell the bastards are up to. <laughs> I walk around the whole time like a zombie with my hands out the front. That's why I get hit in the head a lot by people. That's not because I'm an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> hit him in the head. we have gone off topic. One point about Walking Dead zombies. Go though, on Yeah, ha- I have to ask the question. I was a little bit annoyed in the second episode. Have you seen the second episode yet? No. Oh, okay. Anyway, some of the I'm going some of the zombies in even, I think it's the first episode, but. But they shuffle. They shuffle. So, um, and zombies, the, uh, that kind of weird shuffly gait. And in The Walking Dead, they're, they're shuffling zombies. Yep. But sometimes they move quite quickly. The humans have to move with some clarity to get away. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I, my brain goes, I, I went, no, running zombies. Oh, and they're, they're not running. They're, they're shambling zombies. And I talked to someone about this. Yeah. And he said, no, no, they're just excited zombies. Zombies can lurch at speed for a short period of time because they, they smell you. And they
0: go, oh, brains. And they go after you. How do you feel about that? Should zombies just constantly shuffle or can occasionally they build up some speed? Well, I always assume the shuffling came down to stuff in their bodies breaking down Mm. because like, if if your bones were starting to seize up and your muscles were starting to atrophy, then you would shuffle a bit. But if you were a fairly fresh zombie, I imagine you'd be able to walk and move... Mostly like a human.
2: Yes, but it's, it's the speed thing. I was wondering. I always thought they just had no coordination. That's their 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 brains. Like we can't feel anything. Imagine imagine sleeping on your arm mm. and putting it to sleep, and then trying to. Oh, you know, that's impossible. Pick up a hammer. And you go. I can't. You can. I can close my hands. Like when it happens, it happens quite a lot to me. Actually, when I go to sleep, I sort of on my arm, wake up with certain fingers have gone to sleep, only no. certain ones. You can still open and close yep. them, but I wouldn't want to pick up a hammer. Like I wouldn't pick up a rock and smash a window with it because you just drop it on yourself. I think there's a zombie attack going outside our window right that now is actually.
0: awesome. Eat their brains. There's a uh, ooh it's a wet t-shirt competition going on with the pretty Asian girls next door. <laughs>
2: Excellent. Are they zombie pretty Asian girls? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we are we, excited by different things obviously. Oops. <laughs> Oops.
0: That's why the hands are out the front. That's uh two hands out the front. <laughs> yeah. Ready hot, for, hot Asian ready for chicks. honking. You know, what? Mm. women don't like it when you honk their breasts that's not full play apparently how
2: long did it take you to work this out i this is this is since the last podcast <laughs> that's a bit disturbing do Dan... we're very distracted right now
0: <laughs> I don't... Dear listener, can you hear that? See, it, we're not looking, which is an amazing thing. There's, like, a, there's a part in my background going, isn't that a squeal that girls make when they're daring each other's stuff? But,
2: but, but look, what, we, what freaks me out is you went and looked and said, "Oh, there's hot Asian chicks having wet t-shirt competition." Did I even move toward the window? I'm dead, Dan. Yeah. I just realised I, I didn't even go. That's there's something wrong with me. I just, but, but there's part of me that knows it's wrong with me.
0: Well, your mm. sexual libido it keeps being taken up with your uh, subconscious by putting your hand on it. <laughs>
2: Also, science. Science is my necrophiliac? No, wait. It's my
0: aphrodisiac. Science is my whore.
2: (laughs) I pay it a lot.
0: Uh, Yes, so uh, I was in a trial. So I went in and I I didn't realise until the last minute that it was an ad, at an army base. So I found the army base. And at they, an oh army God, I've base! You've got to go and get a, a tag. Like you, you, you can't go straight into the army base. You can't just drive through the boom gate. No. Cause,
2: but, cause they shoot you they with guns. They shoot you with guns. No, no, they don't. Though. I was really sad about that. When I got, Not that I did ran through when I went, because you, you went first and I went a couple of weeks later. But when I got there, they don't have army men standing there with, with, with SLRs like looking all mean. They've got security guards, civilian security guards. Yeah. The army pays fat men in, in sunglasses to protect their base place. Nice. What's wrong, Australia? This is what's wrong with Australia. Every movie I've ever seen about Americans, any Americans, this thing bless you, yeah. bless you, because you have you have jar-headed, strong men standing there with a rifle, looking mean, Apache helicopters hovering just, above <laughs> the gate. <laughs> right. And it just Laser and you, and you, and you sit there and go, man, I'm not going in there because they will shoot me in the face. But there was like a fat guy in a Parker, and I went, oh, that's a bit. I could take him. Yeah, it could be a could hard fight, but I could take him. You, you could
0: know. just run past him. Yeah, that's right. Even I could have run past him. <laughs> Not even a zombie. You could have shambled past it. You <laughs> wouldn't know the difference. At any anyway, rate, so I went in and got my pass with a picture on it and mm. everything, mm. and then I drove all the way down the back, and it's right down the back. It's- Spooky. Like It's like bushland down yes. the back of the thing. And you drive down this windy little corridor and up to the castle, which looks like a single-storey uh, medical building. Uh, <laughs> and it's, it's like it's a, an entire building that's like the malaria research yes. facility. Yes,
2: well, but it's very far away. But because it's malarial research. Let's face it, because you, you want to get the phone call. Something's broken out from the malarial research center. And the mosquitoes have escaped. It's next to you. But you can close the window. You can go, oh, crap, really? <laughs> if you're a bit further away. But it was straight away, by the time they worked it out, the meter skills would come in and, like, stabbed you in the eye. That's yeah. how that works. That's how malaria works, isn't it? Like, like, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, I went in there, and uh, I was g- given the uh, injection and g- given a, a brand-new thermometer and a free rectal? can of... Uh, uh, it, it, it's... It, they said to put it under your arm. Oh, yes. But I read on the wink, pack... Wink, wink. Under your arm. Like your buttock arm. Uh, which is called auxiliary, I believe. An- or anxiliary. Because there's oral, anal, and an- ancillary. 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 Yes. There you go. And so they said, put it under your arm and get that measurement. Right. And then in the book, you could actually tick whether you put it under your arm or did it in your mouth or had it, <laughs> sat on it. And then, and I was really worried because I was like, oh, I am going to get sick from this thing. Like they're going to give it to me mm. and I'm going to get headaches and fevers and stuff. <sighs> nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. You might be the control. To the extent I could be. I'm the one in ten who's the control and Mm. just got injected with generic superfluid. it's generic. Generic should pass. uh, But it it got to the point where I was sitting there, because they have to watch you for half an hour just in case you have some sort of reaction. Slight monsterism. And I was sitting there for half an hour waiting, and I was like, what if all of them are the control? And there is a test going on, but it involves what I do yes. while I'm waiting. Yes, and yeah. so I kept second-guessing what I was doing and trying to figure <laughs> out who was looking at me. Because they, they, they offered me tea, but there was no milk. Oh. And I was like, do I go to the fridge and take someone else's milk? Or or maybe they're, they're expecting you to hulk
2: out, like they've injected you with gamma-radiated blood serum or something, and now, like, I'm sorry, here's your tea, Mr. Beaston, but there is no milk. And you go... Bro! Smash feebly! Oh, savage Dan! Savage! <laughs> Stop it! Stop it, Dan! Just quit it! No! <laughs> <laughs> I am not a monster. It's not much of a man either. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
0: But they gave me game—you wouldn't
2: like me when I'm angry. I don't so, really like
0: you when you're happy. So basically, I spent another week like checking my temperature constantly and and worrying that uh, whether I was having any aches and pains. Yes. Nothing.
2: Nothing. You've no. you actually been healthier now. Yes. It's, it's, it's a panacea. Oh, my God, they've created a the panacea. Dan Beeston, who normally has aches and pains and weirdness. Nothing. Nothing at all. There you go. They've cured you of all ills. Yeah. Hey, that's your superpower. You're immortal now. We should test that immediately. Come yeah. here. I'm going to throw you out a no, window. No, no,
0: no, no, no. Hey, that'll get me closer to the uh, wet t-shirt no, That's right. We'll
2: throw you out of the, uh, the, the comedy blimp. And uh, which hasn't made an appearance for quite a long time, actually. We'll throw you out of the smart enough to know better comedy blimp onto the hot, wet Asians. Yay! And then you won't die because you're super. My, oh, sorry. my wife listens to the podcast. Hi, um, Frog Princess. Um, the hot Asian men. It's okay. Yeah, right. Yep, hot Asian men. Dan's not gay. Yeah, that's not going to worry her at all. Not that there's anything wrong with that. That's just weird. I, I hate when you say that. Even when you say that quite seriously, you, you come across like a... Well,
0: it was a very racist episode. Of, oh, it's a racist. It was a very bigoted episode of Seinfeld. What? That, oh, that's where it comes from. That's where it comes from. Oh, uh, I never I never, um, I never watched Seinfeld. Because they, they, all the characters were very, very homophobic in that. Ah. Not that there's anything wrong with yeah, that. So that's in re- such a way where it went, no, I, I've just freaked yes. out about it, yes. and now I'm trying to be politically so you, correct yeah,
2: about yeah, it. Yeah, you have to be careful. Cause you, you, oh. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, now I sound like a douche. Yay! Anyway, can I give you my experience, though? I went, the same thing, went through a pass, uh, up the barrier and, and went into the into the big army base and went to the back, just like you. I get there, I park. I had a very similar experience of maybe this is a psychological test. Like I was actually thinking this. Mm-hmm. Same sort of thing, because it's just like, I know how these people work. I know how you work. And I got there and I did my little interview to begin with and he explains, all oh, they're fighting Dengue fever. And 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 how uh, people who like nine out of ten people who get bitten by dengue fever-infected mosquitoes actually get dengue fever in them but never actually show any symptoms. So you can have it in your body, never show a symptom, and your body just goes, hooray, we don't care. One in ten of those people get dengue fever, and then one in ten of those one in ten, so one in a hundred, get, what did he call it, um, hemorrhagetic fever? Dengue hemorrhagetic fever, I think he called it, mm-hmm. where you bleed to death from every orifice. It's kind of like... I think that's
0: one in a thousand.
2: Was it one in a thousand? Okay. It was pretty, it was pretty amazing. I went, oh, yuck, and he's checking the hot Asians again. Or he's not. No, Dan's not. He's definitely not checking the hot Asians. It's,
0: it's, it's like some sort of... It's, it's, I don't know, it's, it's like some sort of Playboy fantasy... <laughs> And, and, we're,
2: out in- and we're just doing a science podcast. I'm sorry, Dan. Should, should we swap sides? Because I'm near the window and you're not. We can swap sides and you can just look out the back. And I can just go, Dan, tell me about that. And you go, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, that, what you just said about the stuff. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm fine. Take so it off slowly. So anyway, so hemorrhagic, dengue hemorrhagic fever. Yeah. And they bleed out. He says it's like a bolo. It's very similar to a bolo. Like, Holy God. Like I'd never, I'd never heard of this before. It just sounds awful. And, that's, and so I was really excited. So I went and did this report, uh, this test, the interview, this interview. And he's like, okay, so are you still instrument, like, Damn, am I? Because I grew up in Bowen in Northern Queensland and, and I know all about dengue fever. We had to empty, uh, tires and things like that to get the larvae out. So you, no places to breed. Mm-hmm. And, and so I, I grew up with dengue fever in my knowledge that if you got it, that's it. You were, you were, you had it forever. You couldn't get rid of it. So a vaccine, like I'm all there for it. I don't even want the money particularly, just go. And he's like, uh, what? Where? Where did you live? I went Bowen. He went. Is that near Townsville? I went. Yes, it was. It's two hundred kilometres south of Townsville. It was the gem of the Coral Coast. It still is. And he and he sort of went. Oh, and he had got. This, he was such a nice doctor. He went. Oh, and we all at, and he looked at me and I sort of looked at him and he went. Y- y- let me just check the map. And he he went. Hey, like John, like got his other guy in. And went. Well, is Bowen in the in the zone? And they pull out a map and they go. Where is it? Two hundred kilometres south of Br- of Townsville. It's pretty close and, and, and so just long story As mosquito
1: flies yeah,
2: long story short they can 't actually test you because there 's a good chance that I already have dengue fever in uh, there's one there 's nine out of ten people who have it in this system without knowing it, and therefore any positive I get could be from my natural immune system, ah. not from the vaccine itself. I could give them a false positive. Yeah. And I even said, could I get sick from, they gave me an injection. He said, no, no, not, not no, probably not. But it's just a fault. They'd never know if I was yeah. helping them or hindering their study. Yeah. And I was really sad. Yeah. And I was really sad. I was really, and I kind of went, oh, I'm so enthused about helping yeah. stop something that my child, a scourge from my childhood, can't do it. So no superpowers to me,
0: no even an anti-dengue fever. Yeah. Powers, nothing. But on the plus side, you should be very pleased with yourself because you did a great scientific thing. Because you gave up the opportunity to screw up their results just for cash.
2: Yeah, that's true. Yes, true. Yeah, I did, actually, yes. That's, uh, that was. Uh, we still got. I still got paid for the first one, though. I felt weird about that. Like, I, did, I, did, I was only there for a short period of time, much shorter than you were there, yeah. and and I, and I literally was going to walk out the door. I didn't say a word about the money thing. I went, oh, well, you know, I'm not part of the experiment. I'll go. Yeah. And then he went, oh, no, we'll still pay you. And I went, oh, please, I feel weird. And he did this weird thing. Like, it was a big green note. For those who aren't Australians who listen to us, we have the most beautiful money in the world. Oh, it's... Our, it's like amazing. It's a hundred-dollar note bright green, it's very colourful, and I don't mean American greenback green. It's iridescent green. It's like it's, it's Hulk, it looks like it's made Hulk out of green. crushed beetles. <laughs> our fifties are yellow, and our twenties are orange, orange, and our tens uh, are blue, and our fives are pink sort of a dark pink yeah yeah thing. it's pink just like pink because people never believe you and then you show it like holy crap it's big yep. and what's really cool when I was young with the old notes we used to have that I used to be able to tell you who was on the notes as one of my party picks, yep. tricks now I
0: can't I just know the colours and They've dumbed it down, but anyway, yeah. uh, pass- but the great thing, because not everyone who listens to this podcast is familiar with them, because the old money used to be called paper money. Although yes. I, I don't know whether it was paper because the it's American like probably a cotton and, thingy. Yeah, is it cotton or linen? Mm-hmm. But here in Australia, we've got the most advanced money in the world. Yes, it's made out of polymers, and so it doesn't tear, mm. uh, and you can wash it, and yes. it doesn't become a clod. It's, it's mighty. And...
2: Uh, we were so powerful. This country, this proud country that I call home, created this crazy money and everyone went, crazy money. And then the European Union, the powerhouse that is the European Union, yeah. went... Holy crap, we love it. And for a while, I don't think we do it anymore, we printed their money. Yeah. Middle of course, our dollar was worth nothing compared to theirs, <laughs> but they paid us in their fat it's European It's doing pretty cash. well now. Well, I know, Australian dollar. Hey, Americans, how's your weak currency going? <laughs> <laughs> 1.1 American dollar to Australian dollar. Yes, uh, I will buy your burgers. Thank you very much.
0: Yes, maybe I'll just jump onto my favourite webcomics and buy a whole swag full <laughs> of shirts. <laughs> it's funny, it's good for us, like individuals, it's really
2: bad for our economy. As oh, all, yeah. all these economists are going, oh my God, we're stronger than the Americans. And I used to think that was because the Americans would come and beat us up. They'd go, <laughs> they'd go, hey, you've got big and
0: powerful. We're going to go kick you in. We've still got nuclear
2: weapons. Nuclear. Weapons.
0: Ah! And then, Maybe you guys could take a hit. Yes. <laughs> Just write down a nine next to that ten. <laughs> right. Thank you. We're here a week. We're very big with the wet Asian market.
2: <laughs> the main Democrats. Our dollar is brilliant. So we so he, but what's weird is they can't actually pay us. So they can't write a piece of paper that we've paid you this money, but they want to they want to give because it's coming to do with coercion, I got told. They can't say Oh, we oh of
0: the people at the Army, Sorry, base. At the army yeah. base. They can't. So I was like thinking of the the, the hot agents. No no no, the, UK, the European <laughs> oh, Union right. where they were like, Oh, thanks for this money that you printed for us. We're not paying. We're it. gonna pay you for it using the money you've just oh, printed for us.
2: Oh we just go, Oh, we fall for it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, it's not worth a thing. Uh, no, the, the army base. The army base. The, uh, they couldn't actually pay us uh, because it's coercion, supposedly. So they, they couldn't pay us. But they, they just kind of... For me, it was hilarious. I loved it. He goes, like, oh, we, we still want to give you the money. I went, oh, okay, fine. I'm a bit poor at the moment, so I'll, <laughs> I'll accept your cash. Mm. And I'll, I'll take it as a donation to the co- good of the country. And he just put it on the table and kind of put, left it there. Like, he didn't pass it to me. He put it on a table in a little plasticky, baggy thing. And, yeah. I'm so, and once again, I look at him and I look at the, the lovely iridescent green $100 note and go... And then I sort of very slowly... Once again, you go, He's gonna slap my hand. I just know he's gonna go, <laughs> "Check, yeah, yeah, you failed the test, or, or you have won the test." Here's more money, and I picked it up and I put it in my pocket. But I think it's because he couldn't
0: actually hand it to me. I'm absolutely positive yeah. he, that would be giving me money. Well, I'm going back another five times, Ooh. so I'm gonna, I'm gonna do some tests. <laughs> Sleep I'm gonna there. try to, I'm trying to, I'm gonna try to take it out of his hand. Right? No, just I put my hand out for it. Ah. I'm gonna look like a bastard, like a really greedy son of a bitch. <laughs> But, could you put the money in my hand, please? Yes, yeah, put the, just give me the put the cash just, in my hand and, 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 and make my fingers sort of uh, make the money gesture together. Now
2: he's making the money gesture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Do it maybe your last one, because then they could hate you. But last no time they
0: didn't even put it down on the desk. Oh, they put it at the end of a whole bunch of tires that I had to run through. I'm picking
1: a big
2: mousetrap. I had to get cheese off it. <laughs> Reach through a hole.
1: <laughs> I don't like the look of this fog, Captain. It's
2: getting so thick. I care not for fog, Ensign. This ship is unsinkable. God himself could not take us to the bottom.
0: Sir, contact! We've got a Heisenberg floating in at four knots an hour, traveling north by northwest. Ensign, you fool!
2: Don't tell me it's momentum! Now it's impossible to pinpoint the Heisenberg's location! (laughs) Dan, podcast six, we're halfway through the competition yep. of who can trick the other one with scientific knowledge. It makes sense? Or the lack thereof. Or the lack thereof. We've, we've been going hard now for six, and we've said in one year's time, so six more episodes, yep. we will be, of course, I will win, and you will have to wear an Aquaman costume, or maybe the Submariner costume, which is even worse, somewhere in the mall, talking about a scientific principle, or something better, if our audience can come up with something else, some sort of... Forfeit. Forfeit. We keep... Right again, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a nice one, but it's not set in stone yet. We still can decide on it later. So, Dan, it's now my turn to challenge you.
0: Well, good luck because now I've got an opportunity to really get ahead. Yeah,
2: well, yeah, you, are technically, you are technically ahead, actually. It's annoying, because you're one ahead. Yeah. Uh, the, the, only,
0: the only thing is that if I really screw up, you can actually take an entire point I off. I
2: forgot me. about that. You did that last time. You, you, you threatened to take a point. I went, oh, that's right. The rules state I can take a point off. Damn it, I've been playing like, oh, zero to plus one. No, no, negative one to plus one. We can remove mm. points. Yeah. So today's the day. So Dan Beeston, a nice, easy one. I'm relaxed. Totally easy, Dan. Yeah, go on. Even a grade six child could answer this one.
0: Well, I've done grade six, Greg, <laughs> so I think you'll find I'm at gonna... least twice. Ha 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 ha! Are we witty? Thank you. Ah, well, so... Let's hope that your challenge is <laughs> as clever as your wit. I hope so. Otherwise, we'll
2: edit it out and we'll put another one in that you can't get. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dan Beeston, all you have to do for one whole point. Yep is explain something that's been going on for a while now that human beings have been able to do for a while. Yep. How Yep. Easy. planes fly?
0: Oh, that's easy. Is it? Yes. Good, go. Yes. Well, there is a thing called uh, the aerodynamic shape. And so what it looks like is it looks like a... Oh, how would I explain this on the radio? It looks like a teardrop. Before
2: you go on, yeah. I'm just going to say that if you totally stuff this up, yeah. I'm taking off a point. Yeah, no, understood. If you get... It partially right, yeah. you get no points. Yes. If you get it fully right, yes. one point. Alright. That's my scale. Alright. Just just because you've already started and I yeah. just had to point that out then. Okay. Maybe that's making you feel a bit uncomfortable. Uh, I, you started talking about aerodynamic I'm, shape? That's I'm, good. I'm sweaty about something else. Okay, good, good. Yeah. Okay. Well we live in Queensland, it is quite warm. We are dressed in suits. Yeah. But you are also going to fail.
0: Go. All right. So <laughs> the aerodynamic shape is it's like a teardrop that's fallen down and is lying outside and has kind of flopped a bit so the bottom of the the of a, of a wing of mm-hmm. a plane mm-hmm. is flat and the mm-hmm. top is round right. across the top. Yes. So what happens is there's more space across the top of the wing yes. than there is on the bottom of the wing. So the same amount of air rushes over the top and under the bottom. Yes. But what happens is that because the air has a longer distance to travel over the top, then there's less pressure up there. And under the wing, all the air is sort of thicker. So there's a, there's a force acting on the bottom of the wing to push <laughs> it up and to support it in the air. <laughs> Giggling at me! <laughs> Don't giggle at me. So that's that's how the arrow, that's how that 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 works. And so I'll give you most. A, a, I'll give you a
2: free half a point if you can name that effect. What's it called? I'll give you a hint. It starts with the B. Uh, I'm so nice. The. the it's probably something to do with the
0: barometric or something.
2: It's a name. Uh, it's, the, like a, it's it's like the Newton effect or the the Einstein effect. The. If you don't know it, baby, I don't think I know it. Uh, okay.
0: I, I would have heard it a million times. Have, the Bernoulli effect. Bernoulli.
2: Bernoulli okay. effect. So no half like point for you. Hmm? <laughs> Do
0: you want ragatelli or banana? So what b- you're vanilla? saying is due to the
2: teardrop shape and because the air over the top there's a lower pressure, which a high, high low pressure on the top and high pressure on the bottom, and which gives you lift.
0: No, no. no I was just explaining the effect of the of that of that shape mm-hmm. because. Uh, that certainly doesn't explain how stunt planes can fly upside down. That was
2: what I was going to ask about, yes. I was now, going to, to bring up one up.
0: Yeah, but uh, you don't have to because I'm already on my game. Ah. Because what happens is that not only is that effect in place on the wings, mm-hmm. but the more important effect is that wings of planes are tilted slightly back so that when the engine forces the vehicle through the air, the air is hitting the underside of the wing at a ridiculous amount of knots, and that pushes it up. Uh, and, and and supports it using uh, using that. Explain that. Oh, what what do you, what do you mean? Explain that. <laughs> it's a blade going through a medium, and so the air, the huge amount of air pressure hits the underside of the wing, and yep. gives it so much extra lift and pushes it up. How? What do you mean? How? How?
2: Okay. Why? Why does... All right. though, though I am very right. impressed you know this, because very few people know All this. All right. Because just for most listeners who are probably listening, you probably know about the Bernoulli effect. I'm, I'm actually really impressed by this, because most people get this totally wrong. Mm-hmm. So the Bernoulli effect is one category of one part of lift. So you are right. in the, yeah. when, when you're traveling at cruising speed in a plane, the Bernoulli effect, as in the high pressure on the bottom and the low pressure on the top, is how it lifts. But it's a very small effect. You don't need a very large effect yeah. to keep a plane in the air, because yeah. it's, it's per uh, square meter on the... Plane or per square centimeter, so -hmm. that's why it's cruising. But when you are taking off, the Bernoulli effect is not enough to well, it can be in the old planes, they were, but when big heavy jets like jumbos and things like that, they're like millions or thousands of metric tons. It's not enough, it can't lift it off the ground that way by itself. But you're saying that due to the angle of attack, that's what I was going to bring up. If you do fly a plane upside down, if it was just the Bernoulli effect, then the the high pressure, the low pressure would be now on the pointing towards the ground, and the high pressure would be on the top of the wing, and would just push it straight into the ground. So there must be something, as you're right, there must be something that else keeps a plane yeah. in the
0: air. It's all about air pressure again. So as the plane rushes through the air, yes, the air that it's hitting, yes, is it's thick, yes, air, and it hits the wing, yes, and the pressure of the wing hitting that air makes the air bank up and become... Uh, it basically thickens the air and make, gives it more pressure to lift it It's not pressure.
2: Above. Look, I, I'm going course to... course it's pressure. No, no, it's not. it's not. It's nothing to do with pressure at this time. It's got to do... Shall I tell you what it is? Well, uh, well, you're, you're, you're pretty close, actually. But, I I, mean, I'm going to give you the point anyway. I'm, I'm really impressed. I'm that, not
0: finished yet. Oh, Because I've got even a, a little bit of extra knowledge. Oh, there you go. Because what happens is when you're taking off, yeah. you've got to get up to speed and you need a lot of that force to yes. get off the ground. And the best way to do that is to have a big wing. But uh, a big wing is also going to create a lot of drag. Yeah. So you're not going to be able to hit your top speed with a big wing. Mm-hmm. So if you get onto a jumbo jet, you'll notice that when you're taking off, yep. the, the wings actually extend out the back. Yes. Uh, I think it's called the flaps extending. Yeah, yeah, flaps. Yeah. Uh, and then they... The flats. Flaps. Oh, flaps. 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 Yeah, flaps. That's what I thought. And then once you get hit, you're at the altitude you want to fly at, the wings actually become smaller. And allow you to get up to speed. That's, that's yeah, that's just once again increasing. It's a little bit of an extra, that's a bit of an extra credit. No, there. it's not.
2: That's just increasing the, the shape, the Bernoulli effect, of the, giving yeah. it more of an aerodynamic shape. But what we I'm, look, I'm going to give you the point, because I'm really impressed that you just didn't say Bernoulli effect. Yeah. Everyone goes, Bernoulli effect? And you go, no, because I said stunt planes upside down. Also, if it was just the Bernoulli effect, then how would uh, helicopters fly? Helicopters could not fly with just the vanilla effect. It, it wouldn't work. What the, the one you were really? talking about is, well, because it, 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 it would just be, it wouldn't be enough lift. Oh,
1: there's,
0: right. There's
2: yeah. not enough lift yeah. in a tiny blade to lift a ton or half a ton of vehicle into the air. Yeah. Even if you've got four blades going crazy fast, it's not do enough.
0: You a, do you reckon a helicopter actually weighs half a ton? I, probably, yeah. I don't know. I mean, a car weighs half a ton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they like heli- cars. I mean, it's maybe I even more. Some, some. I, I don't know. I mean, Chinooks. The Chinooks. The Russian the Chinooks would, would be, be, be multi-ton vehicles. vehicles. Yeah, yeah, of course they are. But Big, then, little helicopters wouldn't because the. I do, I'm just wondering. If, can lift if it, you it, compare a cat to a, a crow that's the same size, yes. the crow's much lighter because it's supposed to fly. Yes. So I'm wondering just how light helicopters are compared to road vehicles.
2: But, that's, but there are different sorts of helicopters. There, like. there are different there sorts are, of helicopters. There are, but, like, Sea Kings are ridiculously heavy. The one the United States President but is it, flies it, around, it wouldn't be a light vehicle. Yeah, but it's, it's, it'd be light compared to the... But he's still got a propeller on the top that's not that much bigger than another propeller of yeah. a smaller helicopter. It's, 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 it doesn't make much difference but how...
0: What I'm saying is that they'd be designed to be as light as of possible. The planes of the are designed
2: to be light as possible, but you still get thousands of tons aircraft into the air.
0: Yeah, but you could get one of those big fat guys who uh, mm. who just who gets a, t- a rope between their teeth and pulls an entire jumbo jet. But that's just
2: once you get the inertia going. That you can, of course things that are rest want to remain at rest, and things that are mo- in motion want to remain in motion. So once you can break the the, fi- the most friction, fat guys
0: love to remain at rest. That's what's
2: true. Don't we know it? I mean, it's impressive, but once you, if you put a pressure on a rope, yes, you have to be kind of strong, you have to get a lot of friction and push a plane. It's not that amazing. Once the plane starts to move, the, the, the inertia of the plane will keep it moving. Once you get a multi-ton vehicle going, it's mm. going to keep going because not much is going to stop that son of a bitch. It's not as impressive as it looks. It's not like a man, if he lifted the jumbo jet above his head, yeah. that would be impressive. But a man pulling on a rope, even okay, with his teeth, that's just showing off. But if you, you know what I mean? like I don't, teeth. I don't find it, I don't find it that... That it's steady pressure. Keep applying a steady pressure. And so
0: why were you saying that I was wrong about the pressure under the wing? Okay, this is, uh, you, though you are I, Dan Beeston, I award you
2: one full point. Three against two now. No, no, no it's very annoying. But Ooh. but what it is? It's not the pressure. It's called the new, uh, Newton or reaction lift. So reaction lift is if you have a forty-five. It's like put your hand. If you put your hand out of a, a car and you're driving along, yeah. uh, And you put your hand flat out to the direction of travel. Your hand just happily sits there. Yeah. When you angle it. Up, like forty-five degrees up, your hand lifts into the air really, really fast. Now it's not a pressure building up, it's though I mean suppose there is greater pressure, it's not the manila effect we have a low pressure and high pressure. It's got to do with if you're at forty-five degrees, if you air runs into your hand at forty-five degrees, it's deflected downwards. Yeah. Right. So what happens if every action is an equal or opposite reaction? Uh So air is deflected downwards, as in the air has force, it's forcing the air down, Mm. what happens to the wing? It goes up. It goes up. That's right. It's not pressure. It's not like a pressure difference that's creating the it lift. It's literally a force now is being generated yeah. on, the, on the wing. Yeah. So, But it's called the, the reaction lift. A reaction lift is really important for takeoff uh, and landing. But you're a clever man for knowing that yeah. most people don't know. Hooray for the day! And what's really exciting is I, I'm hoping that some listeners out there are really angry about this because there are people who do not believe in the vanilla effect. They say that doesn't happen. It's all reaction lift. And they will, they will f- punch people in the face saying, the vanilla effect's bullshit! It's all reaction lift! And then there's other people who go, it's all reaction lift! It's not the vanilla effect. And they're, but they're wrong. But,
0: but you, can, you can run experiments. You can. You Why can just, would you, you argue with paper, something where you can just Get go... two bits
2: of paper and put them edge to edge and then blow on them and... What you'd expect to happen is the papers get pulled apart, but they don't. They get pushed together, and that's the Bernoulli effect in action. You can oh. actually see it with a piece of paper, you go, and you can actually make it happen in front mm. of you. Look it up on the internet. It's very easy to do. You can prove the Bernoulli effect exists, and you can stick your hand out of a car window while it's moving and get the reaction lift. Yeah, You can get both. You can see both. They're very easy. And they're, what's interesting, which is quite weird, why people get confused, is when you're doing the maths for aerodynamics, mm. you can get the same effect from doing one or the other, when you simplify it down to a scientific kind of, you know, Ah, you go, oh, well, we just use the vanilla effect. Can this plane fly? And you get the numbers that say the plane can fly. Hmm. If you just do reaction lift, you plug it all in, you also get the same numbers which say the plane can fly. So intuitively, that makes it sound like if you put them together, you double the amount, like double the mm-hmm. lift, but it doesn't work that way. That's because when you model things, models are much more simple than actual yeah. reality. But it's, until quite recently, we didn't know why we flew. It, it, was not, it was not really understood, as in people argued and thought about it, and it was like, we think it's this, and, and they started working out the aerodynamic shape. And, mm. But it was only until quite recently that people started saying, we think this is why you fly, and especially helicopters. Because helicopters, it is slightly teardrop shape that, that shape, yeah. uh, the aerodynamic shape. But mainly it's because the angle of attack of the wing, of the wing, the rotor, yeah. is uh, when Take you the want to... Uh, called, are they called wings? I think it's called a wing. Okay. Uh, so the, you angle it up, or you a ha- higher angle and you slam it through the air and it actually causes reaction lift, yeah. uh, lots of reaction lift, and that just lifts you out, out of the air. And that's why helicopters are intrinsically unstable things. Mm. There you go. You're a clever man. Damn you, beaston!
0: Damn me, beaston <laughs> Thank you for seeing me, Guston. It's been a long night for us all. Yes, sir. Any update on the prisoner? We have an all-points bulletin out, but there's really not much point, is there? No, sir. I guess not. He should be sitting in the electric chair right now. Is it dawn already, sir? Gustins, I'd like to talk to you about his last meal. Sir? Now, here at Longall Banks Maximum Security Prison, I pride myself on doing things well. When a man requests a last meal, he gets... The best damn meal of his life. Yes, sir. You said, whatever he orders, make it happen. I'd like to discuss this prisoner's request. Yes, sir? Pomme frit et jus d'asperges. Oh, yes, sir. It's delicate slices of potato. Please, That's... Gustins The potato is not the problem. Sir? Un soupe d'oignon. Poured over Mouton cli de l'Esser. Oh, yes, sir. A delicious onion soup
2: poured over a mustard-enriched key to his cell. Mmm. With well, the onions no
0: good. I had trouble caramelising them, so I did them a second time. But I swear... You that- gave him the key to his cell. Yes, sir. <laughs> you don't actually eat the key, sir. It flavours the final soup. Like a bay leaf. <sighs> For mains. Poi et jambon Whip. Ella AK-47 Grilleur. Oh, sir, the mashed pea and ham. It was exquisite. I should be making that again. It's surprisingly easy. An AK-47, fully loaded, and in perfect working order, delivered to the cell of a man who also has the key to his release. Grilleur. I don't give a rat's ass if it was bloody fricassee. You wouldn't fricassee it. About- what I care about is that I've now got four good men who quite recently became l'homme morte de ballastique I, um... DESSERT! I, uh, oh, sir, I outdid myself on this one. Tarte de citron et helicopter Apache. My mouth waters
1: every time. An I- Apache
0: helicopter. He would have been south of the border before we'd put on our boots. The pastry, sir. I don't care about the pastry. I don't care about the tart. I do not care about des citron. There is no silver lining to this, Guston's. There is no favourable spin. He left a tip. Ooh, how much? One of the things I love learning about is why people are happy or unhappy mm. and how people's brains work under those situations. Yes. Because if you're not happy, then what's it all about anyway? You can have as much money... And as much appreciation and all this stuff, but people with lots of money aren't happy.
2: Well, my and father always points out that money can't buy you happiness, but it buys you a much higher quality of misery.
0: Yes. Like
2: I'm all for. You're still miserable, though. But I'm rich and miserable. But you're miserable. I've never met a rich, miserable person. These, these, they're like, they're kind of like somewhere in South America. There are rich, miserable people. You're like, okay, you get people who are kind of rich and a little bit down, but you go, not actually, mis- not, not like,
0: like, oh, man. Let me tell you about a person by the name of Kurt Cobain. It's a, yeah, but that, that was drugs. That was very different. That was because uh, his wife murdered him. Oh, wait. And then, oh, So, starting again. <laughs> Now we'll just edit ourselves out. Thank you. <laughs> but there was, uh, there was research that was done, and it showed that everyone has sort of a base happiness. So mm. if you imagine that everyone's on a, on a, on a scale mm-hmm. between zero and 100. Yes. Zero being very, very miserable, 100 being very, very happy. Yep. And everyone sort of sits somewhere along that scale. So you might sit on uh, 60. Yes. And then you might come into some money or something. Well, you, uh, you might I've, be worried I've about... I've heard about this, yes. You might be worried about your finance or something. Come mm. into some money and not have to worry about your finances anymore. Mm. And you go, boom, and you go up to 70. Yes. 70 on your scale and it's bread. And then like two or three weeks later it's you're back down to supposedly 60.
2: Supposedly it's two years. Two so the years. Research, the research I looked into um, was, I can't remember which magazine online or wherever I saw it uh, it's within two years you return to baseline. Yeah. So that's 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 the curve. That's, that's everyone returns pretty much to baseline. Yeah. Uh, that goes either way from what I was yeah. researching so if you suddenly your partner dies or something really awful happens yeah. to you and you go oh I'm never going to get over this Yeah,
0: and you drop down you 10 will. points down to 50.
2: <laughs> yes. You, put, you will actually. Yeah, I'm uh, Not get over over it, but at the very least,
0: you, you will come back to your standard happiness level yeah. within two years. Yeah. That's nice to know, isn't it? It is. Lovely. It is. But the problem is that everyone's trying to be happier by... People go, oh, I'm not, I'm not happy because of this yes. in my life isn't right, mm. or because this isn't in my life isn't right. But the problem is that it, you, you've got to change your baseline happiness...
2: Yes, but also, I think we're simplifying a bit too much there because what you just said then is, oh, you can't, change things won't change anything. It will. If every six months you do something that makes you really happy, for two years that's going to have an effect. So now you've got another six months. Ah, yes. So it's not just one event. You don't just have, I have a totally average life and something good happens. Hooray! And that's all that happens. As long as you keep creating good things, Mm. your baseline technical happiness will go up, if that makes sense.
0: But that's hard to maintain. That's a lot of work. It is. I'm quite lazy and that makes me very happy. (laughs) So... What? So I'm always looking at ways to go rather than going. I need to be happy by using this external thing. Mm. The brain is just another organ in the body. Like it's a machine. It's a sexy organ. It's a sexy meat and electricity machine. Yes.
2: And you so should... you're going to medicate it <laughs> like like any machine. You're just going to change the programming with
0: LSD. LSD. Much, that's what. That, thank you. Thank you. No. no. But then some people do that. On Kurt <laughs> animat- Cobain. Kurt Cobain. <laughs> Uh, and, and that's how that 's how some mood uh, yeah psychiatrists will prescribe you yeah medication and, and
2: anything, anything that increases your serotonin levels will probably will probably help you out remember we're now we 're straying away from what we were just talking about one was talking about your baseline chemistry yeah uh, and, and not well baseline psychology I should say now yep. we 're getting into chemistry chalk and cheese you, what you just said is we, we can now change tinker with the with the building blocks of the brain yeah of course we can hmm. that 's like saying i can 't lift a car but if I get into a forklift, I can lift the car. Well, yeah, obviously that doesn't. We're, we're kind of not talking about the same thing anymore.
0: They all blend together to some extent. Yes, yeah. Well, yes. One is psychologically looking at happiness. One is mm. chemically looking at happiness. Yes. And what we're doing is looking at happiness. Yes. So, so mm. I, I, yeah. I
2: got a point, and now I will.
0: Yeah, I, I got to be a, a bit aloof, didn't I? <laughs> that's what we're I wonder to... whether those Asian <laughs> girls are still that, around. That, that, oh, tell them about that's... the point I just made. <laughs> that's
2: what. Uh, that's what I'm trying to say, Greg. Uh, keep keep up, Greg. Keep up. <laughs> I am talking about happiness.
0: Just, just you just sit there. I, I noticed two. we didn't uh, We didn't even have to worry about going to check Wikipedia. No, we didn't. Because well, you were like, well, I already know all this stuff, yeah. Dan, so congratulations on knowing what I already know. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for that. You've reached my baseline. What I should do is go home and check Wikipedia and go, wait a second, there's a third effect that Greg doesn't even know about. No, there isn't. And then That's I'll not. award myself another point. No, you won't. Cool. No, you got one point out of it. i would be so nice to you. Bloody hell.
2: Next time, it's going to be talking about Hawking radiation and why it yeah, exists. I'm a, I'm a Explain Hawking radiation, bitch.
0: Go. Uh, I could probably do that. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> you get no points. I've been I've been learning a lot of things because <laughs> I was like I don't want to go down to the mall dressed as the Flash. <laughs> So it's are well, telling me to learn. Go on then. I uh, we've got better things to discuss. Oh, oh doing. Do, still we? About do we now? happiness? Happiness that, that makes me happy. Actually my my knowledge of the Hawking, radia- the Hawking radiation, the Hawking radiation, Hawking <laughs> radiation is uh, is probably a little bit uh, simplified, probably, being that uh, there are there <laughs> God, there's atoms that get up to the the edge of the black <laughs> hole. And then what happens is the black hole sucks half the atom in oh, and the other atom flies off outwards because it doesn't have the rest of
2: the... But Dan, how can that be? Because the word atom is from atomos in Greek, which means uncuttable. It's indivisible.
1: Oh,
0: that's true. It's also bullshit because
2: yes, atoms can be split. <laughs> Otherwise you wouldn't have nuclear power. But I'll do, I did that too. I did that, um, some children I was teaching recently, some grade 12 physics class. I said yep. that. These are grade 12 physics. Uh, and we're teaching them all about quantum mechanics, so they're they're well beyond the construction of an atom. Like that's that was yeah. so sort of grade eleven stuff. And then I dropped that on them. I dropped that little bit of knowledge. I went, but hang on, atom, atomos, uncuttable, indivisible. How is any of this? And unlike an adult, who will go, well, you're wrong. These kids go, maybe the Greeks
0: figured this out <laughs> in 600
2: AD. <laughs> and then these kids go, oh my god, it's all rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> all these kids went, no, oh, oh instead of going, no, all this evidence, all this knowledge we've been learning points towards you being totally incorrect, Mr. Teacher, they instantly went, we doubt everything we've learned in two years. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) Don't. Oh, my God, I'm sorry. I forgot that your brains work that way. Uh, We listen to you unquestioningly. Never do that. I'm an idiot. How do you (laughs) listen to my podcast? I'm
0: a fool. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) So, uh, but I've been looking at ways to maintain the happiness thing. Mm. And Mm. I found that, uh, obviously, serotonin is a big thing. Mm. Because if your body's got serotonin, it stores serotonin. And then when something awesome happens, it releases the <laughs> serotonin. Yeah. It boosts it into you, yeah. which is very, very exciting because you're like, ee! But what happens is, have you ever heard of Eki Tuesday? As in you take Eki? Oh, you yes. You take ecstasy yes. on the yeah, weekend. I see, yes. MDMA yeah. and then you, yeah. And what, what ecstasy does is it... Get, Don't
2: take MDMA, kids. Yeah.
0: It releases all of your serotonin at the same time into your body. Mm. And that's why you just start cuddling people mm. for no apparent reason. Uh, and hitting on my girlfriend. And the... <laughs> history. history. Um, but at any rate, then on Tuesday, your body is trying to get, just mm. give a, a standard amount of serotonin. I assume it's because you take it on the
2: weekend. Yes. Yes, yeah, So that probably so yeah.
0: on the Tuesday, your body's trying to give you a, a standard amount of serotonin for the mm. things you're doing. Yeah. But it's run out of its reserves of serotonin. Has it run out?
2: I, is this, I don't know the answer to this. Is it it's run out or that the receptors are blocked? Is it the release or the uptake? Oh, that, that was so. Is, it, is, it, is uh. it basically lots of serotonin sitting in the receptors, going hooray, and blocking new serotonin from coming in, or is it
0: there's literally no? no the, the gland or whatever. Is I was under the impression that you were out of serotonin. Right. Okay. Uh, that's what I've been working under the theory of. Mm. And what what I need to probably quite simple. maybe we'll ask Doctor Watson next time he's oh, that's on. That's a good idea. That's a good question to ask him. And, and what I I should probably write, have a disclaimer for this. This is all dribs and drabs of information mm. about happiness that I've latched onto over the years. Some of it may not have been researched properly by me or them. Yes. This is all the stuff. Little little hodgepodge's of stuff. Yeah, it's
2: all right, Dan. If I was saying it, it would be gossip. If you're saying it, we always understand that you're working on madness. There's a, there's a blanket disclaimer. Yeah, huh? You don't have to disclaim every time. But I'm so. maybe
0: making up a fair bit of what I'm <laughs> Look talking up, about. And it's,
2: it's, it's, it's cute. It's good. Oh, nice. It's like watching a puppy walk on its hind legs. It's lovely.
0: All right. Uh, God. <laughs> I am not they're, that guy. I'm not that guy. Goes my pompous attitude I'm before. not that guy. I really enjoyed that six minutes of having that's actually that's earned a point. Because just... sometimes you're, you're down and there's no reason for you to be down you sort of just a bit sort of moody and you mm. go what's wrong and you go nothing's wrong and you yeah, try shut to shut up that's what's wrong you try to find something <laughs> that's wrong but you can't find the thing that's making you low mm. my theory is that it was my serotonin stores were low mm. and i wasn't getting the boost and so i found out that a, a way to stimulate serotonin is oral to- sex no. Damn. No, but <sighs> sex does cause endorphins. Yes. And and release of serotonin. And oxytocin, maybe? The cuddle chemical? Yeah, well... we we'll talked about that before. Now, yeah, that's something I haven't...
2: I think that's looked into that's, like, that's about a it's different chemi- thing. We, 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 last time we had Dr. Watson, and we were talking about that a lot. and I sort of went and read about that. And a lot of the research had a, it's not the love chemical, it's the, technically the cuddle chemical. Dun, I think, dun, it, I think dun, that was Renee da.
0: who was talking about
2: the oxytocin. Oh, the, and also, oh, that was babies. We also talked about it with. Oh, okay. um, yeah, because well, of course, it was, Watson. It was, both yep. of them are connected. Because yep. one was about male expression of milk, male lactation, and one was about female lactation. So they're all connected. Yeah. If but you don't know what we're talking about, go back and listen to previous podcasts.
0: Yes. Da, 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 da. That'll be podcast number 2.0 and I think 3.5 or even 3.7. 3.7. Yes, something like that. So, I was trying to figure out how to get how to restore your serotonin levels. Yes. Found out that eat a banana. Uh turkey. 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 So you eat turkey, and turkey can actually allows you to stockpile serotonin. Oh. But it doesn't activate unless you give it vitamin C. So vitamin C is like a <laughs> catalyst that allows. Them.
2: Really? Yeah. So you're going to stuff yourself full of turkey and then just have, like, hold on a minute, orange juice!
0: Yep. But where am I wow. having this? Oranges are not a great no, not, source not, of no. vitamin C. There are better Much ones. better off kiwi fruit yeah. or capsicum. So go. if you have capsicum and turkey, lemons are better than oranges. Mm. But uh, capsicum p- p- packed oh, really? full of this stuff. Mind so ca- mm. capsicum and have some capsicum and turkey. Mm. And if I'm feeling low for no reason, yes. then I go and I have t- uh, turkey and capsicum. And
2: is that why all Americans are so happy at Thanksgiving? That's why there's no problems in the November now. Around is that now, isn't it? I'm Maybe. There- that's why I'm making fun, because, you know, everyone hates Thanksgiving. And they was always like, I have to go home and, well, you know, punch they, my family in the face. They, they
0: hate it before the lunch.
2: And um, then I was like, woo <laughs> I'm stuffed full of turkey and capsicum. I actually, have more capsicum, Americans. More capsicum. Or just piss off a policeman, and they can spray yeah, you in the face. Yeah, spray you with
0: capsicum. <laughs> oh, no, they'll tase you now. Damn, is that worth Electrified turkey, not, not as good nah, for serotonin. Damn you, police, and you're ruining my happiness. Ah. Now, some people think that turkey <laughs> stimulates, uh, makes you sleepy, because of the tri- tryptophan. Oh, okay. Is it is? isn't, it,
2: isn't it just the fact that your stomach is full?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, because tri- oh, I can't remember the name. It's like tryptophan. I don't know it either. It's tryptophan or tryptologic. Trypto-McDougal. <laughs> um, uh, Trypto-Chad. It's called Chad. It's called Chad. Call it Chad? Trypto-Chad. <laughs> it's called Trypto-Chad. And uh, what it does is it, it affects your brain and it makes you sleepy. Mm. But when it comes from turkey, the proteins in the turkey actually negate that effect. Uh, so, turkey's like the magical meat. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. Magic
2: meat. Which, it makes you
0: happy. It doesn't let you sleep.
2: So basically, it's the perfect love. It's an aphrodisiac. Yeah. you're feeling happy... And you're not going to go to sleep afterwards. Yes. <laughs> All women will now start
0: stuffing their partners' uh, food with turkey. Have another turkey sandwich. Do we have any turkey around here? Because those uh, Asian girls next door have finished with their with their uh, water wars. That's right. So but- maybe they could do us some nice lunch. <laughs> uh, but I learned another trick the other day because juggling with your lunch. You can. Um, uh, your brain is very plastic. Mm. And and you're ugly. Oh, sorry, you weren't insulting me. I'm sorry. (laughs) Your brain is very plastic, which means it it adapts really well. Yep. Uh, And that's why you can learn, especially when you're a kid. You Mm. learn stuff.
2: Mm. Oh, it's prodigious. Prodigious. a
0: a lot of negative behaviours... concerned with your own happiness and your baseline happiness involve you locking in certain tracks of your brain and getting caught into loops where you're making yourself unhappy. Habits. So I read this article yesterday about how one thing to do is to write down lists of... Things that do make you happy. You love lists. Oh, you're list. a list man. I am. I'm very big you're, on. You're lists. a list person. I've noticed that. Mm. You hate these lists. Mm. Well, writing these things down is a very good way of uh, locking it into your subconscious. Mm. But one thing to be careful of though is your subconscious doesn't understand negatives. You don't say, "I will not be sad." Mm. You tell it, "I, I will, will be, be happy. happy." Yeah. Same thing for a dog. Is that right? No. No, dogs can't understand English. <laughs> a child, what a human yeah. child? Oh, the non-hairy That's... dogs, right? The one you can't eat. Wait.
2: <laughs> oh dear. The one, the one you can't have sex with if you're a footballer. Wait, that doesn't work either. <laughs> Nrl sex with. Dogs. Um. Hey, I didn't do it. So he did it. I'm just pointing it out. Yeah. He, you have sex with, you have sex with one dog. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> a dog sudden, job. And suddenly you have to go to England. What's that about? Seriously? I'm very sorry. I had sex with a dog. Simulated sex with a dog. I had sex, but I don't want to say I had sex. I had sex with a dog, and now I'm going to leave my country to go to England, Mm -hmm. where they always have sex with dogs. And join the Tory party. (laughs) Boom! Take that! Political humour. It's really odd. I finally forgot. Anyway, people who don't know what we're talking about, especially in other countries, uh, one of our NRL players, um, rugby league player, went to a party, got quite drunk, and then set up a hilarious photo. <laughs> where he was having sexual relations with a dog, yeah. and as, as i was saying, he wasn't actually doing it. But then, what's actually doing it? Like, you know, if the dog's parts are on your parts, then I think that's actually the dog's
0: mouth was on his penis. Yes,
2: there you go. So, you know, and what level is it? Is it was not simulated there, there's anymore? A,
0: there's, a, there's a stage before that point where I yeah. go, this joke is now gone too far.
2: That's that's right. Yes, if you say it, I'm gonna I'm gonna pretend to get a blowjob from a dog. Then you go, that's simulated. When you get a photo of it. And... <laughs> Yeah. And it's happening. That's that's like saying I didn't. Yeah, I didn't steal it. I
0: stimulated stealing if, something. If a, if a dog knows what your penis tastes like, yeah, you've done it. That's yep. There you go. Uh, I don't know what you're simulating. No, you may no. not be simulating the entire act. But this
2: happened, ladies and gentlemen. This happened quite recently, and, there was, and there was a big uproar. And the hilarious thing for me was uh, it happened, and then some uh, a certain people who really liked this guy then came out and went, "Damn that media! Damn that media for showing that picture of him having simulated sex with the dog." <laughs> it's the media's fault. You go. How is it the media's... They didn't. They didn't break in and set up the situation. Yeah. They, they shouldn't have, They shouldn't mates just do crazy things. And yeah, well, in, in the 21st century when everyone's got a camera in their phone don't yeah if, especially okay if you and i did it okay but now that we're famous podcasts yeah. we will be in trouble if you're a nobody like the people listening to this podcast yeah. uh then uh, <laughs> then uh, I'm, I'm sorry i love you and i no i no, no not no you i love you not the guy behind you you you're brilliant now one of our listeners is spencer housen he he shits all over us when it comes to popularity <laughs> but you did that last time anyway you attacked him quite viciously in the last podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. haven't heard from him in a while. No, no, we haven't. We haven't. We... Oh, there was
0: this letter. I haven't opened it yet.
2: <laughs> it's full of anthrax. Yes. it was. Like, oh, yeah, see, you... Um, but when you're famous and you, and you accept the... Response, I think basically there's a contract and, and it sounds terrible. I
0: believe you've signed a contract even if you didn't sign a contract. Yeah. With society, you go, well... But- And the thing is, people go, oh, but footballers, I mean, they're like that. They're rough and tumble and such. But you know what? Football is something that families go to. It's a family event. Four-year-old kids going along there and looking up to these people, it's my opinion that footballers should be held to the same set of practices as children's entertainers, party clowns, uh, Disney entertainers. Yes, that's right. Like if bloody um if, if one of those Disney people gets caught, yeah, sending topless pictures of themselves to their boyfriend, yeah. then all sorts of problems, and quite justifiably. And like
2: teachers, your but teachers can't, you can't, you couldn't
0: do anything like that. With because you'd be gone.
2: Yeah, They'd, you, you'd lose your job instantly. Indeed. Even if that, you, even if it was innocent simulated, <laughs> you know, what I mean, you know, what I mean, like it, they just go and thank you, but no, thank you. So why is it any different? Except one gets paid a hundred thousand dollars a game, and one. Yeah. 000. If you get paid that much money to frickin' kick a ball around a. And you do it very well, don't yeah, get me wrong. Yeah. Your skill is prodigious. Yeah, like well done. But, but, well done. But by God, there's a contract. There's yeah. a social don't contract. F-
1: a dog.
0: It's that. We don't even have to. Yeah. Why are we spending money justifying it? I know.
1: Don't fuck dogs. <laughs>
3: Welcome to Smart Enough to Know History. I'm Trinity Bear. we're taking a look back at events that made Sunday November 21 so memorable and it was on this day in 1877 Thomas Edison announced his invention of the phonograph a machine that could record and play sound Madonna released her first single just a few days later on this day in 1905 Albert Einstein published a paper called Does the Inertia of a Body Depend Upon Its Energy Content? His theories on mass energy equivalence led to the formation of the world's greatest equation.
2: Einstein, you've cracked it!
3: E
0: equals mc squared. It's so simple, so elegant. Donkashen, What's next for you? My next equation further examines the relativity between energy and... And funk. I call it E equals MC Hammer. Can't touch this.
2: Can't touch this. Can't touch this. Can't touch this. My, my, my. On
3: this day in 1920, 31 people were killed in Dublin, Ireland, in one of the most violent days of the Irish War of Independence. We cross now to time-traveling reporter girl Clumsy at Bloody Sunday. And it was on this day in 1694 that French philosopher Voltaire was born. One of the most famous quotes attributed to the writer and social reformer was about defending free speech. However, it turns out the quote has been inaccurately credited over the years. But while I may disagree with what people misquote, I will defend to the death their right to misquote it. This has been Smart Enough to Know History for November 21.
2: Daniel Beeston. Yes. <laughs> I don't believe in God. I no. I'm going to come out and say it. You know how hard it is to say that? I, it's, I've brought yeah. up, I found it really weird. and it, uh, even, like, it took me a long time. It took me into my 20s to, to finally go, no, no, I, I'm, I'm an atheist like, flat out, mm-hmm. and just say the words, instead of going, oh, hedging bets, oh, yeah. you know, it could be agnostic, oh, no, I don't believe it. There's no evidence and there's no no, no reason for it, but not, not going there. But, but I still, even when I said it, and I just said it then, I, I am an atheist on this podcast, my brain went, a lot of people are going to hear this. are like, yeah. good, good, good. What are they going to do, burn me at the stake? Wait a minute. Yeah. Uh, it's, but yeah, so, uh, and as a, as an atheist... People sometimes say that we, we, are, we, are, we are humorless people, that we are, that we are unhappy people because we haven't got the, the faith of the Lord and, and we can't sing the songs about, yes, well, based I mean- on faith.
0: That was, that, that's one of the things I've always said. It, one of the best justifications that there is a God is that people who have faith tend to have much better singing voices, and I wish I had a better <laughs> singing voice. But well, that, that, that is it, not the case. That's
2: because they... They practice every Sunday. That's because their overlord creator will be very angry at them in, in the afterlife if they don't do it. I'd be a good singer too if some powerful <laughs> creature was going to forever <laughs> punish me if I didn't sing him praises. Oh, dear. That's uncool, isn't it? That was uncool. I'm sorry, listeners. That's uncool. <laughs> Believe what you want. There you go. Just don't yeah. push it on other people. Yeah.
0: Believe the wrong stuff if you want
1: to. <laughs> I didn't fine. say
2: that. Dan said that. I said that. Believe what you want. Just don't hurt other people. Don't fuck <laughs> a dog. Don't hurt other people. <laughs> we have a lot of swearing in this podcast. We yeah. don't normally swear this much. Uh, you do. I do. You do. You swear like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's sad. So, <laughs> anyway, so, but atheists, the very funny and very clever Steve Martin. Yep. From uh, well, from from the world, from the world, and he's a writer, and he's a comedian, and he's an actor, and I can rattle off many times he's given me great pleasure. Has actually written a song, which fits in very well to the whole concept of atheists and singing.
1: You know, religious people have such beautiful music and art. And atheists really have nothing. <laughs> until now. This is the entire atheist hymnal right here. little tune called "Atheists don't Have No Songs." Christians have, Christians have their hymns and pages, hymns and pages, the for the Jews, for the Jews, Baptists have the rock of ages, rock of ages, atheists just sing the blues, <laughs> romantics play, romantics play, Clair de Lune, Clair de Lune, born again, sing he is risen, But no No one ever ever wrote a tune tune For godless existentialism For atheists There's no good news They'll never sing a A song of faith In their songs They have a rule The he is always lowercase The he is always lowercase some folks sing Some folks sing a bacintada, Lutherans get Christmas trees. Atheist songs add up to nada, up to nada, but they do Hulu have Sundays free, have Sundays free. <clears throat> Pentecostals, sing. Pentecostals sing. sing to heaven, sing to heaven, Gothic head, the book of scrolls. Neurologists count 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 to seven Count to seven Atheists have rock and roll (laughs) For atheists There's no good news They'll never sing A a song of faith In their songs They have a rule The he is always lowercase The he is always lowercase Atheist. Atheists. Atheists Don't have no thought Christians, Christians have their hymns and pages Hymns and pages Proveneginus for the Jews For the Jews Baptists have the rock of ages Rock of ages Atheists, Atheists just sing the blues Catholics dress up for mass and listen to Gregorian, Gregorian chants. Atheists just take a pass. Watch football in their underpants. Watch football in their underpants. Atheists. Atheists.
0: Well, I didn't like it that much. Oh, there you go. Yeah, and you know why? Why is that? Because it's a novelty song. It's funny... Yeah, you, know, you sort of agree with it and you go, Oh, that's kind of clever. That's kind of a clever clever lyric. but it's not something that I'd listen to over and over again. Oh no, fair enough. No. Like it's not it's not like, it's not an awesome song. No, no. Like it's, an awesome song is one you listen to and every time you listen to it you're like, I love this song. But it's a in fact it's a barbershop It's just amazing. Yeah, but they I, were I've really heard, they were talented singers. Yeah, but I've heard better barbershops. <gasps> How dare you God, I've, I've I've heard I've heard TV sitcoms sung as barbershops in the in Scrubs. And it sounds better than that. Oh, so, you're an angry man. And, but there's a reason for that. Because the reason that songs are great is because people care about them. They're passionate. They hmm. evoke this 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 emotion in you. Whereas no, there's no emotion evoked by not believing in something. People sing religious that's com- songs. That's a comedy song. You're, you're reading way too much into that. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is that's why there are no songs about there being no God. You can't be passionate about there being nothing. There are great songs about loving science or maths, or, or, or but you can't be passionate about nothing. You can't prove a negative. And that's why there are so many songs about these people who really love God. Of you, course if, you, if you're that overwhelmed by something emotionally, you're going to have lots of songs about it. So there will never be... I'll go on record now. <laughs> there will never be a great song about being an atheist.
2: I suppose... I, uh, yeah. But hang on, I played a really good one. I thought it was quite the. They took the Carl Sagan the first one I played. The very first one I played, the Carl Sagan. There's real. Dear. Oh, the poetry
0: in yeah, science. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, but that's about that's about yes, the beauty s- of science. So you can't and... do it. Not not a god. But then uh, you could uh, you could say that every song that doesn't mention God is a song not about God. <laughs> <laughs> you can. I'm sure, you could. That's not. Uh, but it's not a song about not about God. <laughs>
2: I feel like we're stuck down a rabbit hole. No, no, I know what you mean. But I thought that was quite clever, and I, what I liked about it because when I first heard it originally, I went, "Hey!" I thought I went, "I'm feeling a little bit attacked by that song," and I went, "Oh no, he's kind of attacking everyone." So that's okay. It's not as if he's just picking on the atheists on that no. one. It's sort of it's talking about, and, and also you know because you know atheists get the rock and roll. And You go, "Yay!" <laughs> well, let's have to deal with that. Yeah.
0: The Satanists get the metal.
2: They, they do. Then they get the women. Then they get the money. Is that works.
0: I think. Yeah. No, that sounds right that sounds, to sounds- me. You've been listening to Smart Enough, Know Better. Featuring me, Dan Beeston. And me, Gregoire. If you'd like to participate in these ridiculous conversations, (laughs) well, you can't because we're recorded. But... In a secret
2: location high above Brisbane in the Smart Enough to Know Better
0: comedy bloop. But it's probably for the best that you don't, anyway. <laughs> so you can jump into our forums and ask questions and, and more importantly, Abuse. tell us where we're wrong. And, of course, you can
2: email me at greg at smartenough.org or, or me,
0: dan <laughs> at smartenough.org. And you can tell us where we've made a mistake. So many mistakes. Or tell us what sort of forfeit we should be performing when Greg finally loses the competition. Uh, I've been too nice. Way too nice. Yeah, I get the funny feeling that by the end of this, some of the challenges are going to be really f***ing mental. That's right. Make a better mousetrap, Daniel. I need you to... (laughs) You need to create an atomic reactor in the next 45 minutes. (laughs) Get the smoke alarms. (laughs) I don't know what to do after that point. Get a hammer.
2: just keep hitting things. Until there's vision. And like the atom, we are also indivisible. You and I. Atoms are the loneliest known
0: particle that you'll ever see. It's one
2: of those things They go, hey, we've got atoms, you can't break them. Oh, there's protons and there's neutrons. Hey, protons and neutrons, you can't break them. Hey, there's quarks. Hey, there's quarks. They definitely can't be broken. Mm. Mesons. Mesons is right. That's it. Mesons. What about sub-mesons? Shit! Well, mesons are just... Yes, yeah, it's quarks. Anyway. No, yeah. You're just making, you don't know what you're talking about. No. You, sir, just made up a word. We didn't make it up, but it's a real word, but it's no, quarks. It's a quarks.
0: This podcast is over. <laughs> <coughs> uh,
2: crack. I wonder if the microphone picked up that, my neck crack, then. There's little dots, which makes me wonder if it did. That'd be exciting. I don't think he says, no, it is not. I think he says, no, it's not. I, I'm sure it is. No, I don't. It, just, it sounded really no, weird not. when you, you went, no, it is yeah, not. And you go, what?
0: No, it is not. No, yeah, that's, this is not the case, my yeah. friend, Jack. <laughs> yes.
2: His name's not Jack. Look, it says narrator quite clearly. He's the narrator. He never was Jack. Jack was the guy in that's the books. His,
0: that's his last name. Jack narrator. That's his <laughs> name.
2: Narrator Jack. Narrator Jack. It's like Congo Jack.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Narrator Jack. Narrator Jack. He tells stories about something more awesome. (laughs) He sits in a comfy chair and he tells these awesome stories. Mm. Narrator Narrator
1: Narrator Jack. Jack.
2: Narrator (laughs) Jack. In next week's Narrator Jack, Jack tells stories about somebody else and they're great. (laughs) (laughs) He's a consummate professional who works for Peanuts he's non-union scab, narrator work <laughs> he does it for fun he doesn't live long once the union gets a hold of him narrator jack narrator jack
0: so narrator jack tell me in your own words what happened in the, in the attack well it was a dark <laughs> night <laughs> Apparently, narrator Jack is Scottish,
2: <laughs> or oh, or whatever that accent was. He's more of a pirate. He's,
0: he's, he's more seasher, he so That does. was
2: more of a pirate. That was more that, a, that, yar.
0: That was no no no. That was that was a very specific lighthouse keeper Ooh, accent. Was over? Yeah. Your, your accent always <laughs> drifts to lighthouse when nice. you're when you're about six k off the coast.
2: <laughs> so narrator Jack's a lighthouse keeper. We're we'll learning more about this character as we go along. I'm desperate to find out about narrator Jack now. He deserves his own series. Mm. There'll be another podcast we can well, do.
0: I could tell you a story about Narancia Jack, <laughs> but it would be outside my brief. <laughs> outside your brief. Oh, my God. Because then he'd then be like, t- let me tell you a story about myself. I was telling a story <laughs> once about telling a story. <laughs>